Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. It kind of feels like the longer you procrastinate about something, the more... It's not like I've physically been feeling sick about it, but mentally I've been feeling sick. Like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, and it's just constantly bogging you down. It would be cool if you could be excited about doing things that you're procrastinating. But if you were excited about doing it, you wouldn't be procrastinating. I suppose just this time specifically, I feel like I'm I'm like, what's the point in talking anymore? I'm grateful that people are listening. It'd be cool if the United States were listening a lot more than they currently are. But that's okay. Because the most important thing is that I'm doing this for me. But also of equal importance is that I've always wanted a way to like share my stories with people. And now I actually get that opportunity. So I'm going to do everything I can to not like slack in that. I feel like the last maybe three weeks, Genuinely Quirky Things has kind of taken a new meaning to me. It's like, yeah, it's something that something I do every week. It does inherently bring me joy. It does bring me joy. It's just hard to see that joy. Like, honestly, finding joy in something is really hard. It's really hard. And truly the only thing that fully, completely, 100% satisfies me is Jesus. I do also believe that the Lord has given us things to find, to be joyful over. I also think that there's this stigma that when you find joy in doing something, you have to be like, oh, so happy all the time about doing it. You have to not feel like you're griming your fingers and just, you know, drying out your hands (laughs) in regard to it. (laughs) You can't spell joy without why. So like, why am I doing this? And the more you dig and dig and dig, you discover Like, this is actually good for me to do this. I have a friend who, she's like super busy all the time. We don't get to talk as much as we used to. I left her four voicemails that were, I I believe, each three minutes long. So it's like I was having a one-way conversation with her, like I'm having a one-way conversation with you right now. And then she sent me back three different videos doing the same thing. There's an app called Marco Polo where you can you can each basically record yourself doing a video. I don't know if there's a time limit on it, but <laughs> after I sent like the ninth one, she's like, are you recording Marco Polos? Because my phone is blowing up right now. By blowing up, I mean just being super slow. So I deleted all the videos that I sent her. And <laughs> it's okay. I think that it was more just like, this is a really good opportunity for me to just think. And it's like this podcast, it has been a huge benefit and joy, joy, yes, joy to get me through this year being able to actually, yes, I'm not having a two-way conversation, 
but I can do one of the two parts in that conversation. Actually, so when I'm recording, I'm doing all the talking. But then when I'm editing, I'm doing all the listening. I started this whole thing out, and this hasn't this aspect hasn't changed, but it started out as this is a therapeutic tool for me to process. And I guess at the time, I didn't really understand what that meant. But now I'm, like I said earlier, I'm discovering more. I mean, I know it sounds sad that I'm having a conversation with myself, but I know that the picture is much, much, much bigger than that. Wherever you're at right now, I want to thank you for listening, for tuning in, if this is your first time, if you've been here before. If you are just joining, though, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so please give them a listen if you haven't. They're just kind of a more concise, narrowed-down version and focused about who I am. And the only new thing since then, since the end of episode 2 really, is the fact that I now live in Georgia. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. And one last thought before we actually do get started. Those videos that I was sending my friend, just of me talking about a whole bunch of different things, it's really, really hard to keep yourself focused. I feel like when you're at least with another person or you're talking to another person, whether it be on the phone or like face-to-face, where you can actually physically touch them while they're talking, it was super, super hard, like I said, to keep myself focused. I feel like it's a really good mental exercise to try to do stuff like this, even like if you're creating, like you're drawing, even to just try to stay focused on doing what you're doing to get it done in the shortest amount of time possible. It's not a race. It's not a race. But I think it's more efficient when your thoughts are like streamlined. But at the same time, like it's a balancing act. There should be time for just, you know, resting and collecting your thoughts and listening. To when I started a dream journal. I think this was, oh goodness, at least 2011, so 12th grade. I don't quite know specifically because the certain person from high school accidentally deleted the note on my phone that had dream journal number one, which I don't know how many dreams it consisted of. Okay, so we'll say at least 12th grade. Every single one of us, when we sleep, we dream. Our mind processes information, and as it processes, it's recalling information and sometimes turning that information into new ideas, different thoughts. It would be really cool to understand the psychology behind dreams. I have no clue why I even started doing it. What I do is whenever I wake up, it's a continual progress of training yourself to get out of bed slowly because when you if you wake up and you just had like this crazy dream like last night I dreamt that I was actually like a wizard from Harry Potter and I could actually cast spells and stuff and it was pretty cool what I gather and what I think is true is that when you wake up and you start moving your brain starts focusing more on its processes like 
not as relaxed breathing, moving different muscle groups, moving your eyes, processing information. So the attention of your brain is taken away from the dream. And so what you can try to train yourself to do, what you can train yourself to do, once you open your eyes in the morning, just lay there and breathe and do something that's not super mentally engaging. Like I twitch my toes, okay? And that actually keeps me awake. With dreams, though, I have had such a numerous amount of dreams that it's crazy to think of, you know, if I were to go back to the very first one, which, okay, let's see, what is it? Hold on. I have a document on my computer. I last updated it in June of this year, but when I updated it, it had 767 different dreams on it. It could be like a few words to just like a color or you know, an actual elaborate dream. I'll, uh, I'll read you one. The first dream on there is, I don't think I can actually quite recall it that much, but I wrote down, drank blood bag. <laughs> I guess I dreamt that I drank a bag of blood. And the most recent one, actually the second one had to do with Harry Potter, and it's interesting because last night's dream also had to do with Harry Potter. I'll read you a couple. Let's pull this up here. And it's it's really cool because I've had dreams where it's just something random and I can recall it like it was yesterday. Our brains can store so much information that it's kind of crazy. There are times where I'm definitely like super focused that I feel like I'm using more brain capacity. Maybe it takes more brain capacity to focus. Kind of like a, a computer processor, you know. Okay, where's this? Okay, this document. <laughs> Ancient grounds. Or zombies! Chased by a cop because no blinker. <laughs> Ooh. These are kind of... Wow. Awesome camping trip. That sounds cool. Mmm. Wow. Then I started to get more descriptive. <laughs> Tornadoes. Sold beans to a guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fireworks on roof to garbage cat. Back to school. Oh, these are kind of terrifying. Demonic horse. Now I'll read you a really long one, okay? If you want to hear more, uh, you can reach out to me. Manual destinations were incorporated in our flight, meaning each person got to fly by him or herself. Weird. The plane transformed into a bunch of small pillow-sized angled blocks. Each person had to hold on to these blocks for dear life, but you could control your block. I was at least 5,000 feet above the ground, just me and my block. It was scary to be able to feel the block lift you off the ground. The block was a little machine that could somehow intake air and turn it into lift and thrust without hurting its operator. It was a lot of fun. This allowed travelers to fly wherever they wanted. Lucid since I could feel lift and decided and decide when I took off from the ground? Yes. Just write down as much as you can as quickly as possible. Don't try to proofread it, and over time you'll get better at being able to recall the information. I think it's really cool. I told someone recently about it. They said it would be a really cool... It's a really cool thing to have because you could, you know, 
draw inspiration from those things. I do remember that dream. It was at least five, it was more than five years ago. Wow. When we jump inside of our minds, it's kind of scary. But if you can like, you know, get in there and you're just like swimming around, don't be scared of anything because like you, you own the whole area is yours, you know. Dreams are pretty cool things. I do believe that dreams are biblical. There's a book in the Bible called Daniel. Daniel was this guy who God used to interpret the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar. To just think that dreams are, you know, kind of silly. Some some can be silly. Like I remember one, a really good friend of mine got eaten by a hippo. I hope that he never gets eaten by a hippo. Colorado recently went through a bunch of forest fires, like really intense forest fires. And I guess maybe a month before, or like a few months before, I left a voicemail to my friend Simon. I was hanging out with his family. He like drives off this ramp in a fire truck and the fire truck flips over and he's just upside down. He doesn't get hurt or anything, but we're all surrounded by fire. Like we couldn't feel the heat. The fire was in northern Colorado in a part of the mountains where the fire was. So that was weird. I would say don't dismiss a dream. Take it for a grain of salt, definitely. But they can be cool. They can help you in your, you know, your imagination. When you exercise expanding your imagination, you're also kind of feeding your brain. Be like, hey, give me more dreams, yo. When my experience with movies changed. In 2017, I watched a documentary on Steven Spielberg, which I will post the link to in this episode description. And by the way, I will also post an updated count of how many dreams that I have recorded. I don't remember if it's because I watched this documentary or it just this just kind of naturally unfolded. I would watch a movie And all of a sudden I would start thinking about, oh, what must it have been like to film this part, to be on set? At some point, like I said, I watched this Steven Spielberg documentary of how he got to where he's at, pretty much. I was just like, holy smokes, I cannot go a single movie without thinking, what was it like to be filming this? Or looking for, you know, continuity errors It's interesting, and it's fun, and before this, we'll just call it the event. Whenever I would watch a movie, I was really engaged in watching it. I was super excited about it, and then I would leave feeling, like, uplifted, and like, oh my gosh, this was so life-changing. I don't criticize movies like a lot of people do, like the storyline and stuff. At some point, I probably will. But that innocent movie watching ability is kind of gone and it's not a bad thing but even though I've seen what it's like to put a movie together it's indescribable I mean maybe someday I'll direct my own movie but there was also a point when I would watch movies and I would get super super envious because it's like oh I want to be in that movie I can't because that movie's already been made Ugh. but like I've been thinking about a lot for the last month. Whatever's meant to happen will happen. We'll just say Harry Potter, for example. I wasn't meant to be in Harry Potter. I wasn't. 
which is totally okay, you know? But every single movie is a super cool experience. And if you can dive deeper and put yourself actually into it, it's a really cool thing to do. <laughs> to win sleep is little. Sleep is something that every single human being does. It's really cool to think about how while we sleep, the earth is still rotating and everything in nature is still doing its thing. The sun is still burning. The wind is still blowing. Where's the wind come from, right? <laughs> Thoughts like I'm having right now are awesome, but when you can't control them, they keep you up at night. And I guarantee that you've had this as well, where there's certain nights you can't sleep, whether it be to <sighs> you just drank a whole bunch of hot sauce, you're really excited to go somewhere the next day, you're in love, and you just can't stop thinking about that person, or you maybe lost a loved one. Just so many examples. When I was younger, I would love staying up late. But as I've gotten older, staying up late's like, it's kind of detrimental because it takes you a couple days to bounce back from it. COVID. I thought last night how I feel like it's rewiring me. I think it's rewiring all of us and how we process things. The thought of going back to normal, I don't think that's going to happen because every day is constantly changing. Everything is new. Are we going to remember what it's like to go back to normal? Are we going to be able to sleep like we used to sleep? Why is sleep one of the most strugglesome things? It's okay. It is truly okay. Every day I wake up is a new day. Yeah, I might have bags under my eyes like I do right now, but I'm trying, you know? And that's all we can do is try. To aim for perfection is good, but at the same time, if you set your bar too high, like, like this bar right here, it takes energy to get up there. And when you don't have energy, which is, I think for a lot of us is very often, when you can't get up there, you're going to be disappointed a lot. So lower the bar, like this one down here. I have enough energy to hold on to this longer than the one on top. Try to do things like get off your technology at 8 p.m., read a book, maybe do... Do something with your hands, draw, bake bread, something to wind your mind down. Because if you're just doing a bunch of stuff to, like talking really fast, it's going to take a while to slow your mind down. And when your mind is going really fast, like this happened yesterday, <laughs> someone texted me. I didn't really think twice like I normally do about what I said in response. I don't think I hurt anyone's feelings. It's just like, yo, take a deep breath and try to go to sleep. And the next day is a new day. It's progress. It takes time. Practice makes progress. What did I say I was going to go do after this episode? Well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and to anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening. Yeah.